Can't be too soft to start. Maybe, maybe it might sound better. All right. Um, so here we are. Yep. Episode uh, 26. 26? That's Jeez, it. Louise, That's where it. did the time go? Well, and I'm basically happy that we could do it because there were, again, technical difficulties. I thought I had it all, like, planned, you know, thoroughly figured out, but then it turned out to be another thing that I forgot. Well, um... Thing, thing, whatever thing it was, whatever thing it is, uh, we are here now, and uh, the the listeners, as long as they have waited and uh, anticipated this episode, it is finally here. Eagerly, uh, yes. they have eagerly waited. How about the tell tell the listeners about the status of the incoming mailbox? Um, well, we have a lot of a lot of incoming dust. Dust, very yes, good. Yes. That's dust. Is um, that, is that uh, comparable to spam? Is that similar or is that different? Um, Do we get spam? Do we at least get spam? I'm afraid not. Not even spam. No, I'm afraid not. Um, oh man. Well, um, without without begging, without starting to to beg for mail, if you're listening, please please let us know. Write us to Broken Chairs Course at just email. Net. Mm, that's a smooth email address. I'd like to write some mail. Um, also, you can write a comment on brokenchairscourse.blogspot.com or go to our Facebook page. Which we also have. Yeah, we're totally in tune with the, you know, the spirit of social media and stuff. And people don't don't write I I, I, I I can't understand that I me neither it's just crazy I mean they are so like um, they're so like um, occupied being being the next uh, insta bitch probably that yeah. they forgot to like in between a bunch of selfies write a comment on their favorite um, online podcast show on video game soundtracks how could that have happened no idea no idea well, well we've got top of the show business you do? Uh, I, I do, but only but only a minor thing. Um, and the thing is, the big um, the big crossover of basically our parents. I mean, in a sense, of the parents of this show. Okay. Right, because this show is, in my understanding, a brainchild of other shows. Ah, I see what you. In mean. my case, yeah. it's mm -hmm. it's the Legacy Music Hour, the greatest show on uh, video game soundtracks of the eight and sixteen bit generation. And in my case, it's Rhythm and Pixels. All right, and now tell the listeners what happened. Well, what happened is the following: those two fantastic shows got together 
recorded a show together and uploaded it um, recently, uh, which is uh, what, what, what do we have it's now? It's June, it's June 2019. 2019, exactly. Right, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's the uh, Rhythm and Pixels episode 18-9 and well... Did um, you listen to it yet? I'm, I did listen to it and I'm so jealous because it was such a fantastic show. Was it? It was great. Well, I, I listened to I the loved, first half hour. Loved today. every second of it. Well, I listened to the first half hour today. So the, the, the scenario, the setup is like this. Your guys invited my guys to show up. Yep. Um, and they did via, I think, Skype call. Yeah. Right. So the quality yeah. is bad. The, the voice, voice quality of my people is pretty bad. Usually the quality is very good. Well, it's East Coast, West Coast. Is it? Yeah. My guys are on the West. Yeah. And yours in the East. Exactly. All right. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Um, and I mean, the first half hour, I think I heard two or three tracks. They are really not too much on the music and rather much on the talking. Is that a, is that a regular thing on your show? They talk a lot. No, it's not. It's not a regular thing. It's um, it's pretty much because, well, because they they admire each other so much. Yeah, and sure. Uh, yeah. They um, yeah they want they want to they they try to to. to um, to use the opportunity uh, that they have each other in, in, mm. in that situation. I mean, I can understand that to, to a degree, but yeah, I mean, a bit, you know, some music would have been great. I mean, even, you know, a bit more music, but maybe it comes later. I don't know. Also, I mean, you, you, you guys are, one of them is pretty hysteric. The guy, I mean, <laughs> in the sense that he's pretty loud and emotional and, you know, I mean, he, he tells at the top of the show that he drank, I think, Le Croix, which is uh, red wine. And um, so fair enough, he's a bit drunk, but he's pretty, he's pretty loud and, you know, he's pretty, yeah, and whatever. And so he's, whereas my dudes usually are very subtle and subdued and relaxed and chill. And I like that. I know what you mean. Um, and uh, frankly, um, I don't know when it was, I think a month ago, I, um, I wrote a comment to... Rhythm and Pixels, um, stating that I think that Pernell sounds a bit like Bender from Futurama. Right, yeah, per so is Pernell is <laughs> Pernell, yeah. Pernell, all right. So um, the I, other I dude is Rob as well, right? That's interesting yeah, exactly. because in my yeah. show, Rob F is also Rob. You know, yeah, Rob F switch. Um, so I, I absolutely I, I can see what you mean, but um, I have never thought it annoying. Or anything I just yeah well it's just it's a different thing you yeah, know you got to get used to it to yeah. a degree and I, I mean so far after listening to it for half an hour I didn't yet but I think it's cool that they crossed over the, totally, that the yeah. universes collided to a degree totally. and um, these guys hang out together that's just a good feeling you know also um, I don't know how it is in the legacy music hour um, at rhythm and pixels they they invite um, people from other post podcasts quite regularly yeah so do they th th yeah they had the um the vgm um what's the, the, the jukebox VGM jukebox All people right. um these people the are also basically a spin-off of the legacy music yeah album. yeah and um yeah a couple of other people as well so um it's it's quite regular but well um the legacy music hour is or are a, 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 a kind of a pop star um in the yeah, I think, I mean, 
I'm not sure. How, I mean, they are around for a while, like ten, ten years or eight years. I don't know. They are pretty old, you know. Yeah. Quote unquote old um, podcast on on the topic, and I think I mean, in my case, we have this one guy, Brent, who's very you know familiar with the topic. His expertise is legendary. Yeah. And the other guy is kind of a kind of a rock star kind of dude who's you know cool and stuff, but he doesn't know too much about the you know technicalities and stuff. So maybe. I mean, I like this combination, and maybe it's just because because of that, because of this expertise that people look up to it. Maybe because yeah. I'm not sure about the expertise of your guys. I just same don't thing, know. Same, same thing. thing. One yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 Rob is the 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 tech nerd. Oh, here, Rob is the tech nerd. Absolutely. Wow. In yeah. my podcast, the Rob is the the rock star. And Pernell is the is the gamer. All who, right. Who, like you can you can ask him to f about every game yeah. any game you 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 come that comes to your mind the thing is that he also um writes um is it like he a tests, review he tests games is he a reviewer like yeah he a YouTuber? exactly reviews that's the Review? word what yeah, i was review. looking for Sorry. um he writes reviews for uh for different um internet sites and um uh that's like one, game, one, game, game, yeah. Game, yeah. That's one uh, one um, way that he uh, plays a lot of games, um, and he has, yeah, like pretty good memory of about every game that he. It feels like that that uh, he remembers every every game that he has ever played. So, all right, um, yeah, that he's he's the the gaming the gaming dude. Cool. Cool. Um, same uh, same same combination I yeah think. So, sort of similar yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i mean and i like that i like that they, that we have two different characters in, in the show all right um so anyways if you want to check it out it's on the website of the the rhythm and pixel page you probably can get it with your podcatcher just google for rhythm and pixels and then it's the latest episode from june 2019 should be the one with the legacy music hour guys on board um, I cannot vouch for the entire show because I have only listened to half an hour, but you say it's great, so I guess it's great. I can absolutely do that, yeah. Cool, all right. Anything else from your side about the show business? Mm, no, no, nothing. No, me neither, me neither. I mean, episode 25 is still in the editing room, so I can't really say if there's any you know, big issues that we have to address. Maybe we'll address them in episode 27 then, because I'm still editing the quiz. Um, oh, yeah. oh no! Yeah, the, sorry, the the, the one-hit wonders uh, show, There's not the two, quiz. Yeah. Twenty-five was one-hit wonders, yeah, yeah. And it's fun listening to that after two months. There's you know, still it's, something it's in the usually, It's it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of good to have to have to you know this um, this distance between between the event and the editing because then you hear it basically again. You hear it again, and it's new, and you you don't have this tunnel vision, right? You you. You really are, you know, focused on making a good show. Like yeah. Cutting here a bit, you know, introducing, fading out the music there and stuff. So, uh, you know, maybe it's not too bad to to be su such a slow production as we are. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to put any uh, any thumbs on you. Well, um, I wouldn't mind if we uh, if we sped up. Uh, things a little you think so i don't I will, as i said i wouldn't mind um but um maybe you can do the editing then you want to do I that would. Maybe I would. you can I try we can give it a try i would at least try we can yeah. give it we can give it a try and then you edit an episode and then we see what's up 
and then and then um, we go back to me doing it probably or maybe <laughs> not I don't know <laughs> it's a really it's a very it's a very specific business and usually I'm drunk when I'm doing it because okay. it takes very long and I browse websites I see because it's too annoying to just stare at the audacity thing yeah you know, I just listen to it and then when I see oh they're talking about a track then I need to dig up the track and then yeah. put it in and then fiddle a bit with you know fade in fade out thing and it's yeah. a pretty it's a pretty um challenging task well let's see <laughs> let's see if i can manage okay that. fair enough if you think you're up to it so listeners if you're listening to this this episode has been edited by crazy captain khalid woohoo woohoo let's see how that goes <laughs> yeah and if you if you if you feel that there's a difference um quality wise <laughs> in editing you know Does the track start on time? Does it stop? You know, is it the correct track and stuff? Just write it in the comment section. And let me know that you want the you want the melee back in the editing room. Does this episode sound in any way better than all the other episodes you, you have heard so far? Just let us know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, well I mean, it's not fair because we're uh, eventually using the proper microphones again. Yeah. So you can't really compare it to the last... 10 episodes. We have to compare them to the episodes 14, I think, to 19. This is where the setup was already working for a while until it crashed. <laughs> you know, you know, if we get just one email stating that our show sucks, <laughs> it, it would be all right for yeah, me. Actually, just it would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Someone <to> listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So, as usual, the Game Boy starts, Okay. which is you ah, so why don't we play the first track would you like to introduce it first or would you go um uh would you would you like to raw dog it um i've been doing the no introduction thing for quite a while now um, did you yeah the last times um i just i just winged it and uh, played it and uh, let you guys guess um Oh yeah, I remember the yeah. Castlevania in situation where yeah. where everybody didn't guess it. Exactly. Now, I mean, nowadays I would guess it because usually after, usually I don't know your selections, yeah. and then I think they are great, and then I get used to it, and then I want to do the show again because I have a completely different opinion on your tracks. Well, um, have it right this time from the from the beginning. How uh, about that? I try. I try to okay. imagine that I already know what you're playing. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. Um, Yeah, let's go with a surprise. Okay, so that was short and sweet. That was, yeah, uh, I, I think it doesn't need any introduction. 
probably most of our listeners, of the millions of our listeners, uh, already uh, recognized that. Uh, I didn't. You didn't. But um, it's a guitar thing. Yeah, it's a guitar it's thing. A, it's a rock thing. And um, first of all, I have to admit, I cheated a little. What do you mean? Because um, this is not only a game. It's a game basing, based on a TV show. This is um, from Chaos Bleeds, the game which is uh, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer game. What? Yeah. You kind of cheated your way into the episode. You, 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 I mean, you're the Game Boy and you're playing a film track? Um, wow. It's a game track. It's a game track, but it's the same track. Is it the same track? It as is. In the, in it the is the exactly. It is the Ooh, theme track. I mean, yeah. Brent from my podcast would have disqualified it. <laughs> you know, he wouldn't have allowed it. I mean, well. I, I, I think it's okay. Yeah, because I'm easygoing. But if, if this were Brent, if I were Brent, he would say no. Thing no, is, Rob, that's not legit. First of all, um, we are not um, we are not uh, doing. Uh, third and fourth uh, generation True. consoles only. But not because of that, but because the topic is one thing and you kind of did another thing. Uh, the topic is I have to choose a game. And I did that. Sure. See? Yeah. But they use a <laughs> track from the television show. This, this is from the game. Okay, fair enough. So tell us what <laughs> it is. Where in the game can I hear that? Um, when you started. Alright. Yeah. Um, what kind of game is that? It is, um, it is a game which I played on the GameCube. Ooh, the Cube. Exactly. Um, my One of my favorite uh, Nintendo consoles, by the way. Um, it was released in uh, 2003 for the GameCube, for the PlayStation 2 and for the uh, for the original Xbox. And uh, yeah, it is a Buffy the Vampire Slayer game and um, I chose it because you can never talk enough about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, well, I know that it's kind of great. And yeah. I've never been into the thing, you know, myself. I've watched a couple of episodes when I was a teenager. And um, and I know it, basically. I know what's up. Sarah Michelle Gellar, right? And then this angel character. Yeah. And then the girl from the American Pie movies. Yeah. <laughs> and that, and then she's kind of she's kind of like slaying vampires. That, yeah, that's what I that, know. Yeah. It and it's Joss Whedon, right? Isn't it Joss Whedon? Exactly. The, the guy from Firefly. Exactly. Yeah, so that makes yeah. it already kind of cool. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah created by Joss Whedon and uh, premiered in 97. 97. But what's the game about? Um, I mean, what kind of game is that? Is it a game? shooter or 3D no, thing? No, the, ga the game is a, um, the, is a third person, um, like... Uh, uh, I wouldn't say brawler. It's uh, yeah. You run around as um, as one of the the Scooby Gang, um, as they are called. That's either Buffy or it's uh, it's Willow or the other one of the other kids. And um, you have to to solve puzzles. Um, and uh, while you're running around, whether in the city or um, in, in, in different places. Um, there are vampires that you have to, yeah, um, well, that you have to, to, to hit and hit and kick, um, punch and kick, um, but not kill, and kill of course. But always, can you, I mean, can you kill the vampire? Always with the stake in your hand. 
with a wooden stake. All right. And um, yeah. So it's like 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 every other 3D adventure game where you see yourself in third person perspective and you run around. Yeah. All right. It's well, it's if if you, if you like, it's uh, Tomb Raider with with vampires and uh, and a wooden stake. All right. Um, yeah. That yeah. was the title track of the of the game. Exactly, which okay. is also the title track of the TV show. Is it? I wouldn't have yeah. recognized it. It's kind of, I mean, it's pretty, pretty rocky. It is absolutely. Um, the TV show doesn't doesn't have m much music in it. It has. Ooh, no, I don't think so. That's. I mean, I, I know from my favorite uh, soundtrack streaming station, they play it all the time. Usually, people are singing. That's it, yeah. The, the, the music that you hear in the show is either this title track or um, it is when, when the kids are in, um, in their, their, their favorite bar, um, which, uh, which has a stage and a band usually. Um, so, so usually the music there is live and uh, uh, it's, not, it's not like uh, a score or something. No? No, um, okay. the, the tracks don't repeat. Really, sometimes it even sounds like a musical or something what I hear from the Buffy thing. There are episodes, um, well, there is at least one uh, a musical episode, yeah. Oh, you mean it's a specific musical yeah, episode? Yeah. Oh, did they do like the cartoon episode and the musical episode and stuff like they did in the 90s? Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. right, I get it. Um, yeah. And, uh, the, well, I, 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 didn't, I didn't find a, a, a um, OST, a specific OST for Buffy, but I wanted to talk about Buffy. So th the way to to do that was uh, was to do that uh, through the game for me. This is why I cheated my way into it. All right, fair enough. Yeah. You close the window. Sorry. <laughs> do that. Okay. I'll try to come in. This is the kind of thing that you need to edit out later. Mm -hmm. Or not. Maybe the fans that go crazy for this kind of meta mm -hmm. talk. Okay, shall we go to the shall we go to the first uh, track of my selection? Let's do that. Um not gonna not gonna raw dog it, not gonna wing it, rather okay. gonna introduce it. It's Clint Manzel and the Kronos Quartet. Do you know any of these words? No. All right. Um, it's a soundtrack to the 20, 2006 film by Darren Aronofsky. You know this guy? No. He did he did Pi, Requiem for a Dream, Black Swan, kind of kind of you know kind of guy. The Wrestler. He's kind of a guy. You know, he's a very good filmmaker. And he did in 20, 2006. He did um, The Fountain. Okay. The Fountain is a very good film. I like it. Mm -hmm. And it has a fantastic score. The score is pretty <laughs> sad and ambient, which is usually not my thing. But in this case, I mean, I, I loved it when it came out. I'm still in love with it. I think it's fantastic. Right. And I have a very special emotional episode with it, which I'm going to talk about later. But um, let's hear the first track of uh, the fountain just quickly it's about it's about i think hugh hugh is this hugh no not hugh grant how's the name hugh jackman hugh jackman and Ra rachel wise are the main characters 
he's kind of a he's kind of a doctor and she's sick she's got cancer and he needs to save her and he and then mm -hmm. she, and then he's kind of he's kind of in the in the middle ages in in south america and he's kind of into these wars and then he's kind of a dude um that flies around through space with a tree okay everything that you need in a movie sure and <laughs> and that yeah you know, and then in the end i'm not i don't even i've watched it once only in 2006 uh, but i'm still listening to the soundtrack a lot and i'm not really sure how they i mean maybe they even you know make it i don't know or he is the tree or he becomes a tree or the tree is her or whatever i i, I don't know well this is kind of thing you know darren aronofsky if you've seen his other films they're usually kind of kind of bit you know a bit special Mm -hmm. very interesting very nice films so and the Kronos quartet is a very famous uh, four-piece string quartet situation that came up in the 70s and they worked with all the cool minimalists like philip glass and steve reich and terry riley and these guys so they are very famous google them they have like millions of cds sold like i'm not kidding you Kronos quartet very 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 famous and um, these guys work together on this score which is fantastic And um, yeah, I'm going to play the first track, which is going to give you a, kind of a mood situation, um, which is going to introduce the general mood of the score, is what I meant. And um, yeah, it's, it's pretty minimal. You know, I like minimalism. I like st uh, Philip Glass a lot. And, uh, and this is right up my alley. Right? Okay. So listen to the first track. Oh, by the way, all the tracks are pretty long. But then, yeah. Mine are pretty short, so... It evens Fair out. Enough. There yeah. you go. All yeah. right. Here we go.
was bleak. It kind of sets the mood, right? Ooh. I mean, but don't, don't be tricked into giving up hope. Yeah, because yeah. this stuff gets um, pretty intense later on. So I can wipe away my tears. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I chose this track, although it was pretty long and slow. Because first up, that's also okay. It is, you know? yeah. And second... Um, I wouldn't disqualify you. No, I mean, no. no. I wouldn't do that. And second, uh, second <laughs> of all, it um, it contains most of the, well, I wouldn't call them themes. They're rather like tiny motifs, like three note things, like yeah. rising motions, du -du -du, and then kind of like a du -du -du thing. So it's oh, it's usually based on the three note situation, and these keep repeating. And in this track, we already heard several of these iterations, like three notes played different variations, which is the thing that the minimalists did. Very interesting um, and unexpected uh, changes in instruments. I mean, you had the piano, yeah, and then you had the Kronos Quartet, which is four instruments, yeah. two, two violins, one viola and one cello. Mm -hmm. And then in the end, you had some synths, you know, synthetic sounds. Really? And there's a bunch of synthetic things going on okay. in the soundtrack. And it'll get, later on, there will be drums. You know, you can be looking forward to drum sets and other things. I'm biting Synthesizers. It's going to get crazy, right? But just, you know, I think that that is enough from my side. Let's move on to, to, the, to, the, to the happy vampire slayer girl. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's slay, me, slay us some <laughs> vampires. Um, yeah. Um... I would like to uh, to use the opportunity first to uh, to say something um, I always forget to say, but I always remember that I want to say when I listen to the episodes later. Um, we are not native speakers. Um, speak for yourself. I can only speak for myself, <laughs> um, and I speak about myself in the uh, plur pluralis majestatis. Uh, no, I mean, you're right. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's pretty obvious, right? I mean, and yes. um, it takes me a while to to flip that switch uh, inside my head. So, uh, so it, it takes me a while to to uh, once in a while to, to, to find the right words, to, to look for the, the correct vocabulary. So um, I, I hope that the listeners are aware of that and uh, that um, listeners are, uh, have, uh, understand that it, that, it, that it doesn't come like, yeah, that like, like snipping with your fingers and, and, and then you're, you're, you changed your, vocab your total vocabulary to, to English. It's not that easy. So you just want them to know that you're not kind of retarded because it takes you so long Bec to find exactly the words. Exactly, because rather, yeah. you know. <laughs> because uh, when I when I listen to the episodes, I, I kind of get annoyed with myself because I always like it's it's like listening to someone who who, who keeps saying uh and uh and it's just no fun. So um, please bear with us a bit, or please bear with me and. Uh, yeah, thanks for your, um, see, th th this is what I mean, I'm looking for a word here, thanks for your patience, uh, patience. thank you. Um, I mean, we do it because we want to do it, and that's basically it, if you want to know more about the reasons why we do it, you can ask us, you know, offline, you can write an email, and I can, you know, go into that, but 
let's not discuss it here. There you go. Right now, exactly. right? Um, it should be pretty obvious that we're not native speakers and that's that. And then if you like it, you listen to it. And otherwise, you just can go away and listen to other shows. That's it. That's, that's the whole deal. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, back to the to the vampire slaying part of the show. Um, maybe I should say um, the the soundtrack that we just heard, which is the TV show's soundtrack, uh, was composed by Christophe Beck. It is a French name. Christophe Beck. Yeah, with an E after the H-E, Christophe, right? Christophe. Uh, yeah. But he did the Frozen. I mean, he's big. Yeah. He, he's like a big name now. Exactly. I don't, I don't think he was in 2003, but he's a big guy now. A big, a big name, sorry. Not Even a big guy. in, <laughs> in, in uh, 1997, <clears throat> because he, he wrote the, uh, the soundtrack in 1997. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. And uh, the game soundtrack, of which we are going to hear uh, now, um, was composed by Ian Livingston which is also with an E after the N at the end. Hmm. Um, maybe that's a pattern. Probably, yeah. Maybe that's how they looked for the composers. Mm. Weird ways to write a name. Let's take this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Christophe mm. <laughs> Livingston. Okay. So, track number two is called Battle with the First.
That's what I love about video game soundtracks. These guys just dare. They just combine, you know, genres. They, they mix it up. They make it interesting, you know? Like, throw just a bunch of choir noises in and then just some Euro techno beat thing below that. And then you, you have a good track. And it's, a, it's an entertaining track. Absolutely. And also to, um, uh, yeah, to... to, to strengthen what you just said it was um it was a generation a console generation where they did exactly that they they dared stuff they, yeah. they just did they tried they could i mean the the audio quality is fantastic imagining that the console that i mean that is the gamecube is the first console after what the, the n64 the n64 yeah so the n64 was the one where, where you didn't have cd quality Not tracks yet, yeah. because it was cartridges mm -hmm. whereas the playstation already had that yeah and then with the cube you had the cd quality stuff so you basically could play a bunch of music you know you could yeah. play the chart song yeah or whatever yeah and they used that but to their advantage right yeah. they, they 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 made cool things and yeah I, I really love video games because Film soundtracks are, aren't usually that daring because there's way more money involved and there's like 11 million studio executives having having an opinion about things. Absolutely. And you have to be really subdued or whatever. Yeah. So this kind of daring track is, is cool and you'll find these way more in video game soundtracks. And it totally fits. I mean, <coughs> imagine imagine beating up like vampires with with that in the background um sure like th this this choir giving you some kind of um some kind of medieval atmosphere and uh this this uh, euro euro beat um 90s early 2000s dance floor stuff um pumping you forward Pumping yeah um it, it totally fits the the situation cool yeah cool track All right, I think it's time for um, switching it up to the um, Fountain again by Clint Manzel. Oh, by the way, the first track was called The Last Man. Okay, and um, for the next track, for the next selection, I have to do, um, I have to do some, some trick, some trickery. Um, uh, our old pal, Apeshit Andy, would now um, laugh out loud and call it a twofer. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, but but well, basically what they did is they. I mean, usually for when you create an album, you have to sort of arrange stuff because in a film it's not like one track plays and then the next track plays, right? Fair yeah. enough. So you have to mix it together. Yeah. They did it for the album and they did it in a way that didn't agree with me. Okay. So what I want to present you is the end of track number two, Holy Dread, and the track number three, Tree of Life. Holy because crap. there's because they they like you know um, without without um, a break they go into each other they they fade in and out they they cross fade basically into each other I don't know how they it's musically called but there's no um, there's no break between these tracks and um, for me for my understanding the end of track number two belongs together with track number three number three and I count that as one track in my um, in my you know mathematics thing. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna listen to your track number two and three now. No, 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 no. My uh, track number okay, two. We're so gonna listen to okay. my track number two, which consists of tracks two and three from the Fountain 
score, but only like 40 seconds so of track two. Basically, you're gonna play s six tracks. Today. No, no, I'm not <laughs> gonna play six tracks. Uh, when you listen, when we uh, listen to it, and you will understand what I'm saying, you will not hear the transition from track two to three. You will just not hear it. All right, right? convince me. It's uh, the Holy Dread and the Tree of Life, um, and it's the end of the Holy Dread. Um, enjoy. I'm gonna have an almond here and uh, be convinced now.
Interesting. Yeah, it gets more intense. And basically it'll it'll get even more intense, you know, the more you know, the deeper you dive into the score of mm -hmm. the film. And this I mean this track was you, you had way more, you know, different instruments, yeah, synthetic instruments, yeah. this kind of sitar thing, yeah. distorted situation like guitars going on. And I, I like the general, you know, it's like a flow, it's like an atmosphere, like a pad synth kind of situation, like, and you know, it's, it's, it's surrounding you, like the music is, is, is going through you and it's everywhere and it's like a, it's like a fog where you, you dive into the thing and it's kind of like a tree in space, you know? I've, I don't know if it was the sitar. But um, distorted, like a distorted instrument, maybe a sitar kind of. It, it reminded me of a sitar, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, um, it, it kind of, uh, yeah, created created the the the, uh, the image of um, of a desert scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like uh, as I told you, the film is all over the place. It like it takes place in South South America yeah. and then in space and then in the U.S. and there's maybe even a different location which I forgot about. So there's loads of things going on so um, um, uh, might as well have been soundtrack for dune well um, it's not from toto <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's that's uh, that's correct that's right um but uh, liked it liked yeah, it very you. much yeah i Great. think it's i think it's cool that you liked it all right uh well i'm thinking if if I should tell the story now, you know, the as I told you, there's an emotional connection. Oh um, yes, please, Uncle Marcus, tell us a story. Later? So the thing is, uh, I, I once drove from Poland to Germany via train, and this trip takes roughly I don't know twelve hours or something like that. And it was, was the it night a big train. train. It was a night train. Oh. You know, the night train, and um, I, I tried to cheap coming. out, and I didn't get the ticket for the sleeping cabin or the sleeper cabin where you actually have a bed ah, I see mm -hmm. but rather there's an even cheaper ticket where you have like a recliner seat and you can do whatever you want and usually you want to try to sleep and um, the thing is everybody around me they had like these like weird thingies on their head mm -hmm. with the which like like a band or whatever that covers your eyes okay. right I didn't have one of those and I found out it would have been great because right overhead, right where you look when you recline the, 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 the seat um, thing, uh, there was like huge, um, you know, neon light. Ah. And they didn't dim it down ah. the entire trip, the entire night. So I tried to like cover my eyes and I tried to, you know, move about, but you couldn't like recline it like 90 degrees, but rather like sort of a 45 degree angle. And it was horrible. I couldn't find any sleep. What I did is I put this soundtrack on, on repeat, on my ears. And it kind of, you know, made me sleepy mm -hmm. when the soundtrack begins. And I fell asleep. The thing is, there's like this one track in the soundtrack. In the end, this is the track that I'm going to play last tonight. And the track that you're going to hear in our episode last. That has like this really intense bit for a minute. Like this massive final thing going on and this usually you know <laughs> woke me up again <laughs> and then i was annoyed and like ah, well, you know what's going on <laughs> the light but the you sun. can't turn it off 
Yeah, but then I couldn't sleep at all. <laughs> but then I turned it on again, and the first track made me sleepy. And then I slept until this bloody last track came on, <laughs> and then it woke me up again. That was pretty, you know, because the album is like 40 or 50 minutes. And so I spent the night like this, like sleeping for half an hour and then getting wake up, uh, woken up by, the, by this enormous power track in the end, which is fantastic unless you want to go to sleep. You know, this is where you <laughs> not play this final track. The things we do when we don't want to spend a little more money. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was the early days, so I, you know I didn't yeah. have the monies and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I have a very very similar story. Um, Is it connected to your selection tonight? No, it's not. Uh. Uh, I was on my way to Italy, but um, I, it's not connected to to any soundtracks or anything. So no. I'm gonna spare you the the details. Oh, uh, okay, that's great. <laughs> so what's um, your next track then? My next track is um, also from this beautiful game, which um, I can, uh, by the way, totally recommend to play. It's it's fun. It's not like it, it's not like Zelda or, or, or Secret of Mana or any of those pop star games, uh, but it's fun for for the time being. And um, yeah, the next track's called. Um, ambience. Startled you there, didn't I? Scary, isn't it? Scary stuff. Yeah. yeah. Imagine 
sneaking <coughs> around uh, in uh, downtown Sunnydale uh, with that music in the background and uh, always being afraid that there might be a vampire jumping or hiding. Or a spider. Or a spider. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm. Yeah, that would even be scarier. Yeah, very very nice pitch bending going on, like the situation. Yeah. Very nice, very yeah. nice, very good, very good ambient music, and it actually it's called ambient. Yeah, you know, ambience. So it's pretty. Yeah. You know, why, why hide it? Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. stating the obvious. Yeah, good, um, good selection, dude. Not not exactly, uh, you know, n not very melodic, but that's you know sometimes you just need the background noise. Sometimes well, you need the um, as I mentioned before, you, 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 yeah, most of the time you, you walk around and try to solve puzzles and um, while doing that you try to avoid vampires that uh, want to suck everything out of you and um, well, when, uh, when the life bar, when that life bar is low, you kind of try to avoid everything that, uh, yeah, that's on the screen. Um, Dying sucks. Yeah, it does. Um, but uh, we didn't see each other for the for a while now. Have you have you like watched any good movies lately? Played any good games? Seen any good TV shows? Any recommendations? We've we've putting you on the spot here. We've ca we've we've caught up on the on the Game of Thrones um, craze mm -hmm. uh, up until like episode uh, uh, season seven now I think so we need to watch the final season. Okay. Um, I've watched a couple of episodes of um, I've watched a couple of episodes of um, the Rick and Morty. Ah, okay. Which is an animation show, yeah. but American animation. Yeah. And it's um, at first I thought, what's up with that? But now I think it's it's pretty good in that it is basically another another successor of the Futurama oh, idea. Okay. So it's a bit like Futurama, but a bit more drastic. You know, okay. the ideas are you know more you know they're crazier. The characters are even more ruthless and you know I don't know badly drawn. I mean, the drawing of Futurama is fantastic. The animation was fantastic, whereas yeah. the animation of Rick and Morty looks shit. But it, it, the the humor is good. It's very yeah. funny, and it's got good ideas. So okay. I like that. Um, and I've read that they are bringing um, the the Neon Genesis Evangelion really? thing to the yeah. Netflix. To the Netflix, uh, the, the 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 old animation show is going to be on Netflix. So maybe I'm, I'm going to dive into that. Actually, um, I I heard that on on Rhythm and Pixels. They talked about that on Rhythm and Pixels, and uh, yeah, did they? Yeah, indeed. But, but the, the, yeah. The, the animated show because I think there might also be an, a live action thing really? in, in the in the tube in the shoot and in, in the whatever um, no idea no idea um, I, I uh, well they, they agreed with me that um, no no one from outside Japan ever understands Neon Genesis and it's just beautiful to look at and uh, yeah quite enjoyable but don't don't ever try to understand what's going on like so like Akira then yeah yeah no. yeah mm -hmm. the thing is that it yeah it's just a lot more time consuming and uh, uh <laughs> if you don't mind 
sitting in front of your TV and 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 uh, being um, amazed by by the pictures, but scratching your head about the the story, so then um, yeah, don't have, mind that at all. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I like it. Now, what what, what about you? Um, yeah, pretty much actually. Um, I've uh, I caught up with the um, uh, Star Trek Discovery. Ooh, yeah, um, good. Second season, liked uh -huh. it. Uh huh. And um, I watched a, a a new TV show, um, Netflix exclusive, by Ricky Gervais. Um, mm -hmm. Afterlife, it's called. Two words, afterlife. But um, is, is, is it a comedy stand-up thing? It is not. It uh -huh. is. Um, it is. It is a total um, exception from everything that he has ever done. Mm. It is very dark. It is very bleak. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, I, 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 I even fought with tears. What? Uh, yeah, I, I can absolutely. The funny comedy guy. Yeah, uh -huh. totally. It's there's like this this urban myth. I mean, it's not a myth. It's like the stereotype of the the comic who's actually you know a tragic you know figure. Yeah. Like the clown who's actually a sad guy. You yeah. Know? Yeah. This kind of thing is that the case with Ricky Gervais? I have no idea. Um, the the uh, the probability the probability is very high, of course. Um, uh, if I think about um, this. Um, this comedian that committed suicide what yeah, Robin Williams Robin Williams yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, but I don't think that that he's yeah that he's in reality the the the, the sad clown um, it's it's a very it's a definite recommendation from my side um, first and foremost and um, you should well, it's it's a very short series, as it is, it is usual with with BBC with with British um, stuff. Um, it is one season and I, I guess six episodes. So um, I binged it in in, in one evening, um, loved it. And uh, but you shouldn't you shouldn't expect. I mean, I should you shouldn't expect uh, comedy. Uh, right. It's. Um, you, you, there are laughs, but there are laughs because of Ricky Gervais, because uh, of his character. Uh, uh, uh. Um, yeah, and uh, actually, I, I picked up my my games, my playing again. Mm. Uh, played Final Fantasy. Wow, which yeah, one? The first one. What? Yeah, yeah. Wow. This this kind of um, I gotta I gotta get into these games. Try to understand what people. What people find in these games. <laughs> I mean, I read, I read in your blog that you that you also hate the random encounters. Totally, like I do, <laughs> but you still stuck to it and yeah. played along. Tell yeah. me why. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, the random encounters. Yeah, hate them, hate them, absolutely hate them. I I play the game and I wonder how how this kind of game could have ever gotten so big with uh, with these random encounters well um but um yeah this this um this leveling up your characters has some some kind of uh, it, it addictive quality yeah mm. yeah in a way mm. um and um 
my problem is that um, yeah, the first game or maybe even the first Final Fantasy games um, aren't that that strong in the uh, the story uh, area. No. Um, well, they have a, li a little a little story, yeah, to 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 guide you along, but um, it's not the depth of a Zelda, for example. Um, but you know what they got? Tell me. <sighs> Nobuo Matsu. Nobuo Matsu, man. Yeah. They got the score. Yeah. The score Nobuo that, Matsu you know... Versus Koji Kondo. Koji Kondo, no, still. Uematsu, <laughs> I mean, Uematsu-san is fantastic. I mean, yeah. the, the Final Fantasy soundtrack is... It's one of the big soundtracks out there. Like, it's, it's like... I mean, as I said in episode, I think, 24 or 23, it's the fucking John Williams Star Wars of video games, you know? Yeah. So you got to respect that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, our hats off to Uematsu-san. All right. Absolutely. Shall we continue with the um, fountain? Let's. I got to choose now. So I, I wrote down four or six. Four is soothing. Six is sad. No, no, no. Let's go with the soothing one. Yeah, let's go with the soothing. Soothing. Track number four, stay with me. No tears left here.
soothing, wasn't it? What? Uh, 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 Wake up, dude. Uh, okay. Ah, right, right. Uh, uh, podcast. Um, yeah. Um. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. It's, it, you know, it's, it's a, I want this show to be diverse. And then we also play, you know, other, other things. Oh, no, no misunderstandings here. I, I like the track. I didn't, uh, didn't say I uh, didn't like it. It's, That's good. It's, 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 it was a great track. It was um, soothing. I mean, you, you're drinking the Coke here. Yeah. And you fell asleep. Come on. I'm What's up? What I liked was the, the, um, the composition uh, of the instruments. Um, we were talking while the track was playing and uh, you mentioned that there, are, there, there were some uh, new instruments introduced. Yep. Um, and uh, again, as in the track before, um, I liked very much that, uh, yeah, that, it, that it's changed. It changed, uh, it, it wasn't just, just, just piano, just, yeah. just uh, strings. Yeah, that's basically the idea of these kind of tunes, right? You have like this very simple melody. In this case, it has like a three-three-note motif, dun, dun, dun. and that it repeated all the time. And then new stuff came in all the time, like new background noises, new harmonies, underlying you know chords and stuff. New instruments were introduced. Like at one point, there was a guitar, pluck, plucking that that wasn't audible before and stuff. So that's that's the kind of thing that I like. I think I even heard a Thurman. You think so? Thurman? I mean, come on. Could be. Could be. It's yeah. a very famous thing. Fam famous instrument in film music. Um, you know, it was, it was basically introduced into the genre by Elmer Bernstein with the Ghostbusters. Re that was yeah, the first yeah, time. I right. think that was one of the first big, you know, situations where the Thurman was actually prominently used right. in the Ghostbusters soundtrack anyway no ghosts here but you know the the ghosts of 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 the dude with the space tree well i'm absolutely um uh, sure that i'm gonna watch the movie you should it's fantastic yeah. this is this is absolutely gonna happen yeah, um you should watch it turn it on loud you know crank up the volume because the soundtrack it's amazing will do Let's go to the Buffy then. Yeah, um, let's go to Buffy. Um, you you mentioned that you that you watched uh, a few episodes. Kinda, at yeah. At least, Kinda. yeah. <coughs> yeah. Um, I mean, there was this, I had this friend, friend of mine. He was always advanced when it came to knowledge of good things. Okay. And still, I mean, unfortunately, we broke up. Kind oh. of the friendship, right? yeah, yeah. I, I did that, and it was stupid. Okay, and um, it it happened. It happens today that I that I encounter things that he introduced me to, like twenty years, twenty five years ago. Mm -hmm. and I think, well, he, the dude was right. Yeah, he, he was into anime when yeah. I was making fun of anime. He was into into CDs that I was laughing at back in the day, and now I buy them. You know, again, used yeah. because and I listened to them and I got totally transported into these old yeah. situations. And he was, he was also into, um, you know, he was also into Buffy. Yeah. And um, well, I didn't hate it, but I was, <laughs> I, I thought I was too cool for it, <laughs> kind of. 
And now, you know, I know that it's a good show. I just know it because yeah. because the, the, the legacy, the, the legend of the Buffy yeah. is so enormous that you can't really avoid it. You can't really avoid uh, liking it, I guess. Yeah. I still haven't seen it in its entirety, but I, I just appreciate it for what it is, although I haven't seen it. Um, I would like to... to <laughs> Crap. <laughs> yeah, th that was the iPod. Let's, let's ah, hope... It okay, it still works. <laughs> Um, I would like to, to use the opportunity to, to thank my, my good friend Tiffy, um, who introduced me to Buffy a long, long time ago. And as, um, as you did in the beginning, I was too cool for that. And I said, what, Buffy, like, that's for girls. And <laughs> uh, little did I know how wrong I was. I'm not sure that I thought that because there was a pretty hot girl as the main as lead actor. Yeah. So it's not exactly for girls, but I thought it was for kids. It was like I, I did with anime. You know, I thought it was for kids. You know, like like Mila Ayuhara, this this uh, this volleyball volleyball uh, anime. Well, this this kind tell of me stuff. About it. Yeah, this, this kind of stuff. Like w when we were kids, we, we thought this is this is for girls. And today, I I, I, I would I would love to I, I I love to watch that stuff because it's it's anime. So, um, yeah. Um, And I had my firstborn, Mila. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But not because of the show. Yeah. Because I like the name. Um, I know that there's a show. So, yeah. So thanks to, to those uh, where, where thanks is due. Um, but I guess, I guess every guy has, has kind of like a story like this. If, if, there's, there's, um, if they have uh, like um, broken this, this Buffy wall <laughs> in, <laughs> someday in their, in their history, um, I, I heard about... Um, a guy who uh, like in the in the beginning watched it reluctantly with his girlfriend and then uh, it changed from reluctance into in secret <laughs> um, like uh, okay Buffy's on um, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch to the channel <laughs> before before uh, she even notices and uh, then uh, in the end it, it, it changed into the the, the fandom um, so I guess, uh, yeah, we, we we guys are kind of when when we re reach a specific age, uh, specific wisdom. Yeah, maybe that's <laughs> it. I'm still not. I mean, I'm still not gonna watch it because I hate vampires and I had vampire stories because I was. I mean, I think there really? was too too many of these okay. with uh, with the. Uh, um, yeah, it's with too, the, yeah, the it's what was the girly show the and uh, not the girly show there, like there were these books and then it was all over the place. Uh, and Rice, um, yeah, 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 yeah interview guys. with a vampire. So that, yeah, no, it's not interview. It's 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 this other this. Ah, uh, uh, you mean Twilight? Twilight, yeah, exactly. So basically, yeah. that's what killed okay. it for me. The whole franchise, the whole idea of vampires. Okay, there's mm -hmm. two things that I can't do: vampires and zombies. I can't I can't do anything with the zombies any longer because it's just everywhere yeah you know and then i'm fed up and i want to see something new yeah so i'm not going to watch it mm -hmm. but i appreciate it and i will never talk you know talk it you know talk shit about it you know I will, yeah i will say i guess it's a good show and that's what i say well um what is also good um in the buffy franchise is 
at least this game, there haven't, haven't been many games, um, but this is okay. And uh, the following track out of the game is called Combat Music, plain and simple. quality of it so it's it's got i mean it's, it was pretty slow actually yeah but it still had this driving quality and it was kind of like you know energetic and the rhythm rith the rhythm was kind of syncopated it's kind of like that it was i like that you know it was, it was cool cool thing what, what's the name of the composer again um, ian ian livingston ian livingston yeah do, do you know what he did you know what he uh, other things he did afraid not <laughs> no all right um, yeah we're gonna you know we're gonna you know maybe look it up later so yeah. this guy sounds interesting i mean the what we had such a cool you know variety of genres already in your soundtrack we absolutely this, you know, dance huh? stuff we had this intense a boss fight situation we the had whole the rock game music the whole game is so so diverse and so interesting and mm. so uh i mean if you love the the vampire the the uh, Buffy universe you should absolutely look into that game because um, even the storyline is is loosely um, woven into yeah in between the the fifth and the sixth um, season of the uh, TV show and um, so the story is kind of yeah kind of in between these these seasons and. Um, the the characters in the game are spoken by the actual 
actors. That's good. Um, with one exception, of course, the the great Sarah Michelle Gellar couldn't. Ah. Couldn't <laughs> <laughs> well, she was already too famous, yeah. <laughs> so she could do it. Couldn't, w wouldn't, or I, I have no idea. Maybe it at least she thought she would be famous, but well, as of 2019, she's basically out of the picture, right? Uh, she's nobody. not doing anything. Yeah. She's not famous at all. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, there are there are like videos that you can unlock. Um, from yeah from the the recordings and uh, where you can see the actors and yeah that kind of stuff so yeah definite recommendation for for fans and and also not fans if you have a gamecube or a playstation 2 or an original xbox i mean the game is dirt cheap so if you find it do it. it yeah do it buy it is the soundtrack available commercially like can i buy a cd of the soundtrack I have not found it sometimes they have like these special editions of the game mm -hmm. that come with a CD of the soundtrack maybe it's an unlockable maybe um, I'm not sure I haven't I, uh, yeah gotta admit I, right. I did not finish the game yet ah okay yeah I do have the CD of the fountain but I unfortunately can't find it currently <sighs> I have a situation that I have like a, a vault for special CDs mm -hmm. and I can't really find the key for that that's Whoa. a bit of a problem because I'm, I mean I'm not a collector per se but I have some CDs that by accident are out of print and then you know fans the community is going crazy for them and they are worth like 100 200 bucks and stuff so I put them in a thing in like a metal box mm -hmm. and I Treasure guess chest. it's in there but I don't really know I, I just can't find it because I usually on the show I like to fidget with the with the CD. Usually yeah. I have the CD here and the cover and the booklet. And yeah. You guys are astonished that I actually have the physical CD because you think I'm old school and oh, that's come boring. On. At least the other dude did. Yeah. And um, <laughs> uh, but this time unfortunately I do not have the CD here. I, I remember there was a paper cover like one of these I don't know what they are called like the paper stupid thing where the CDs slide you have to stick ah, it into the thing yeah. mm -hmm. and it's just made of paper no plastic involved mm -hmm. and it goes you know it breaks when you put it into the you know you know between the other CDs and stuff which I usually hate but um, this 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 booklet and the cover is very nice because it's also I mean if you have a look at the I'm going to show you the cover on the iPod the the cover of the, the CD is also kind of kind of in the mood of the actual music. I mean, whoops, where, where 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 do we do that? We do that here. Look at the look at the cover. This is the cover of the the fountain, mm -hmm. and there is a there is a woman in a weird motion and weird rainy. bending situation. Mm -hmm. It's not rain. It's like the stars or the universe, you know, okay. raining down on her, and it's, yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah. it's pretty intense, you know. This also, I mean, this is. This is this is just you know this is this is it you know this is Clint Mansell. Well, maybe if, if it's such a treasure now. Um, I mean, this one isn't a treasure. I think I just put it in there because just just in case that it doesn't you know break because it's so, so fragile the cover. So so you shouldn't like look for an X that marks the spot. Maybe I don't. Yeah, no? I don't know. Okay. Anyways, I'm gonna continue with track number seven first snow 
which nicely and neatly combines several of these three note motifs into what I call motive number four um, and uh, motive number five. Uh, in that it combines, no, motive number five, which is a combination of motive number one and four. But anyways, it's, it's, it's like a combination of these three note um, movements, right? And it's pretty energetic and I like it. So listen to that, track number seven, First Snow from Darren Aronofsky's score, 2006, The Fountain. The melody is very simple. You have this rising three note thing, da, 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 and then it gets combined with another thing, which 
kind of tops it and then goes down again. But I think it's still pretty powerful. The track is powerful. There's energy in there. And that's because of all this, this stuff that is, you know, built around these simple ideas. Absolutely beautiful. And uh, I can... Uh, yeah, I agree. I totally agree um, with the with the powerful thing. I, I um, uh, yeah, it, it fits the the mood of the of the track before. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's it. I mean, yeah, where I mean, you get the general idea of the emotion of the film, right? I mean, it's not a funny story. Yeah. You know, but it's uh, it's you know tries to be you know deep and you know thoroughful and whatever so yeah it's it's that and i think it's a good track and there's also like loads of different instruments in there again synthetic actual instruments i like it i just i have i think it has a nice sound to it and the the album that's something that i can recommend the album is an entire the the entirety of the album is is a nice round listening experience Mm -hmm. unless you want to you know go to sleep but but the whole thing is basically it's one thing yeah it's when you listen to it you don't hear oh this is track number three no you don't hear that you hear the album yeah and then the album is you know over yeah kind of like like a concept uh it's like it's like a really good you know flowing Mm. Situation. Yeah, you listen, listen to it from beginning to end. Exactly. Yeah. You don't pick out tracks yeah. with this album. Yeah. It's like it's like one entity. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah. To my to my final track for this episode and uh, and my favorite track uh, actually um, from the game. Uh, this one's called Demo Music. Well, that's interesting. Usually, the demo music is maybe what the composer sends to the studio to convince them to hire him or her. Well, um, this is actually a pretty sad situation. Um, I'll talk about it after the track. Let's hear it. Yeah. First. All right. Let's do it then. So that's this is the demo music. Yeah.
was right up my alley. It was pretty good, pretty, pretty, pretty nice, you know, good, entertaining, good, entertaining song. So, um, to understand what's, what's sad about this, because obviously there's nothing sad about that track. No. I love the bass, I love the guitar. Yeah. That catchy rock and roll, uh, rock and roll, uh, yeah, line ca carrying you throughout the song. The, the sad thing is, um, it's called demo, uh, demo track, because, um, well, you gotta do a little time trip here with me now. So, listeners, stand up, turn around a few times, around um, your your yourself, and do like a wee sound. Are you gonna forcing them to do the time warp? Yeah, exactly. Until you're back in the year 2003. Um, when, like, when you go to to, to stores um, and you see consoles there, they are hooked up to TVs and they they play the, the games. Um, there are ah. not people playing them, right. but the the games are inside the consoles and yeah, just running. It. It's it. You know, I get the demo idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is like this the scene that runs when. Nobody touches the, the, the right. controller. Yeah, 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 yeah. For for them to advertise the game basically in the store. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And this is the only the only place that this tracks runs. Oh no! And that's what's sad about that it. That's not in the game. So sad because right. this is such a great track, and you only can hear it when you like don't touch the controller. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I get it. Yeah. It's not exactly sad because you can listen to it, you know, just you can't play it. Yeah, you, you can't, can't play. play That's while <laughs> listening to it. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah. to decide what you want to play. You want to play, you want to listen, yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I, I remember these times. I remember going into, you know, in Germany it was Kaufhof, Karstadt, these yeah, places. And yeah, you, well, I mean, Mediamarkt. Yeah. yeah, but, uh, yeah. And then there were these TVs and you, you could like play these games and yeah I was I was always hanging out there as well exactly and games were always so expensive <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't really I mean, buy any of them it was it was back in times when you when you like had to watch the the, the games run behind a, um, a glass window yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, when when you couldn't like play the game to, to, to test it because we are here in, in, in good old Germany uh, we are not as we were not as blessed as, as you guys in the in the US or in the UK maybe with 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 all the arcades and the um, and the the test playing and we we kind of we were lucky if if we were allowed like to play Super Mario World on, on the Super Nintendo when it came out um, and uh, there were these, these these demo machines that yeah you, you couldn't like pull the the controller um, longer than than this this stick it yeah. was, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, screwed on um, I mean, you're, you're still painting a pretty 
bleak picture here. I mean, <laughs> this is not this is not like I don't know whatever country. Most of the games Russia, came yeah. out here in you know pretty pretty soon after the release in the US and Japan. So yeah. it wasn't too bad. I think we are the third most important market after Japan and the US. Absolutely, of course. We were. It, it wasn't. It wasn't communist Russia back here, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, where we were. Yeah, kind of a. I don't know. It kind of felt like third class. Um, I mean, you just. I mean, if you if you bought the game, you could play it. You know, all the time. <laughs> but, you just but, had to buy it. Yeah, but like, if you went into a store and and, and asked. The, 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 the clerk, um, if you were allowed maybe to, to try the game, he would like kick you out of the store and, and then tell you, get come back with your parents, maybe then you can... <laughs> sure, but I think you could, I mean, in the US, I mean, you know, uh, change my mind, but I think you also couldn't just go into the store and ask for any game and then they would pop it into the console and have you play it. Well, maybe it, it, it wasn't... It wasn't was it like this? Easy, but it was easier than, than yeah. I think so. I don't know. Absolutely, I, I, I'm pretty sure about that. At least this is what what I get from listening to Pernell and Rob. But they still had to pay if they wanted to get the game. Right? Yeah, of course. So they still had to buy the game. Yeah, sure. And it was also like sure. I don't know, was dollars? How many dollars did a Super Nintendo game cost in the US in 1994? No idea. And the other was, thing, uh, sometimes some of these games were hundred mark, yeah, yeah. hundred German mark things, yeah. which is even which more. Is, I don't know. Nowadays it would be I don't know 50 euros, which would be 40, 40 maybe. I don't know maybe 60 or 70 dollars, I guess. And maybe uh, I remember it to to this day that um, back when it came out, Super Street Fighter 2 yeah. cost. 160 marks. What? So that was like a pretty, pretty bad hit. Um, also, because we didn't have this this uh, this variety of arcades, we kind of hadn't hadn't the chance to to spend all these quarters. I mean, <laughs> first up, we do not have quarters. Yeah, there, were, there was never anything you know close to quarters in Germany, right? So. Yeah. Uh, then second of all, in the arcade, you might, you might probably have found some, uh, some, some pinball machines. Yeah, yeah. But you couldn't play cool Nintendo games. Exactly. Stuff, yeah. Sega games. Yeah. That wasn't, that wasn't the thing here. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I get it. And then the demo mode was all you got. That's it. But at least That's the soundtrack it. was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so, so we stood when, when, when like a new game came out. Uh, after school, we went to those those stores and mm. stood and watched yeah i did that the demos over and over again <laughs> yeah or, or, or what we also did is we read about them in magazines in magazines yeah, yeah. <laughs> you bought these magazines and looked at pictures of yeah. the games <laughs> that, that was cool <laughs> remember screenshots yeah they weren't called screenshots back then oh yeah of course they were were they I don't sure. know. I think I, I think I, I just I was too young to understand that concept. I thought maybe I don't know. They copied it into the magazines. Well, okay, uh, listeners, come back. You can come back to to whatever time you're in now. Yeah, twenty twenty nine maybe. Twenty twenty nine probably. Maybe if if Earth is still around in twenty twenty nine, maybe you can listen to the show. Uh, you know. I'm trying to remember that song now. 
Alright, um, yeah, it's the final track. Yeah. And this is the track that, um, that I mentioned earlier. So this is a very long track. I think it's, uh, it's eight minutes or something like that. It's track number nine, not ten. Death is the road to awe. Like an awesome, you mm-hmm. know? The road to awe. I don't yeah. know how to pronounce it properly. Awe? Awe? I, I, I don't know. I Death is the road to awe. Um, pretty, pretty I- interesting title as well. And this is a track that goes on for eight minutes, seven of seven of which are, you know, kind of a build-up. Mm-hmm. And then in the final minute, you will be hit hard by the full power of the score. And this is so intense that it'll wake you up if you fell asleep. And if you're not asleep, there will be um, down your spine, there will be tingling. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, I, I can swear that this will happen okay before we listen to it let's thank our listeners for joining in absolutely um thank you very much um this was this was our first duo well no it wasn't no we had the we had the what episode 19 was also just Ah, the two of us where you had the uh, the the twin peaks yeah this was back in the day when i you know, didn't know Twin Peaks. No, so I was like, yeah, interesting score, dude. And now <laughs> I was like, okay, the score is a, a very important thing in Twin Peaks. And I would have, you know, I would have actually, when I, episode, I don't know, 100, let's do Twin Peaks again. All right. And then I can talk all, right. all about it. It's a deal. It. Yeah. It's a all deal. Right. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was our first episode without Ape Shidandi, you know, actual, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's, that's the thing now. Yeah, we have to we have to figure it out on our own, um, without the guidance of the wise apeshit, and um, well, we'll we'll try to manage. Um, I think we we we, we figure it out kind of. It's 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 kind of working so at, far. At we got through. I mean, we yeah. got we need we knew what to do. We knew how to push the buttons and it play was the fun. tracks. And it was fun. Fun, yeah. yeah. I mean, for for us it was fun. For yeah. the listeners, I'm not sure. Yeah. Tell us, I was it fun. fun? Did you like the show? Tell us about your experience. And I, have, I, I had totally had fun also imagining people listening to us. Yeah, I have fun imagining people having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh my God. That's kind is, of a meta yeah, statement, you know, yeah, to end is, the show. Oh, this, is going, this is going to hurt now. Yeah. Well, write us to just email, uh, no, to brokenchairscourse at justemail.net. Check on, uh, check on our uh, Facebook site or go to um, brokenchairscourse.blogspot.com and write a comment. Uh, we'll appreciate any of these things, even if you tell us that we are crap or whatever that was that we laughed about earlier. Whatever you want to tell us, yeah. just just say it. God Bull- damn it, say it! Say it, do it. Bully us into, uh, I- into um, oblivion, but at least um, uh, state your opinion. <laughs> Yeah, right. um, this is uh, Crazy Captain Khalid signing out. All right, this is Malay Marcus. Um, goodbye, see you next time.